You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast, Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. And we are back, episode 56. Holy cow, we are flying along. Well, I wanted to talk about, you referenced in our previous episode, the next pandemic, like it's imminent and it's coming sooner than the last one. True, that's right, I was saying that. Um, It's been happening. Well, what's the what's the principle? Now, this is the truth. And if you think that they're want to do some research, who profited the most during this pandemic? And I think that's something to look at and bring up in this conversation. Oh, Amazon. Amazon, Bezos, obviously. The, Walt, the Walton family, Microsoft. So we can talk about that because yeah. though that they're making more money. And that means from a business perspective, the pandemic was a good thing. It's a good thing for a lot of different people, even like the way to break it down. You know, like certain millennials are really exploded because they had a work from home job that they kept making their salary. They saved money because they weren't vacationing. They made money off the value of their house and they really came out on top. Whereas there's other inner city ones, say somebody that like, was going through the middle of their schooling in Philadelphia, living with their parents. And they have this, those, those people got crushed. Some of them didn't even enroll second semester. It was such a joke. And they were like making them come on campus and do certain. So those, those people got flattened. That's just one aspect of it. But then there's people that made tons of money off the stock market. They're the ones that are buying these houses at these prices now and getting in these bidding wars in places like Denver, Austin, yeah. Boise, all like the resort uh, progressive towns now are really the real estate, like in Boise, Idaho, Denver, and Austin, um, and you know, Salt Lake City. These towns are like exploding now. With And it's just like all because of, it's just all, how, all how, how, how did you shake out on the other end of this? So, yeah. Well, Lehigh Valley, too. I mean, they're not on that level, especially in terms of culturally, but the Lehigh Valley house has gone up. I've really noticed that. And just actually the way uh, the Commerce rolls through, the way 22 is packed now. It starts, it gets packed uh, at like, well, it doesn't get packed at noon, but the traffic starts to lag at around lunchtime now and goes right into 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. Now, that's boring. You're getting these rainstorms that are now typical of East coast, especially during this time. And it's going to lead into the summer. You're going to have like, you know, have some heavy traffic there. And they actually had that whole expansion through 22 that lasted like from the late nineties on, it was a very extensive project and it's now finished and that's just enough. So it's not that bad, but it's still bad. Imagine if they didn't actually build the widening project on 22, like they, they should have, or like they, they didn't do it. We'd be sitting there from from morning till night in traffic because it's grown so much because of uh, people looking for cheaper real estate to raise their kids and to good school systems. And then they can still dash off to New York City uh, where, where the office is for the big board meeting on Thursdays, you know, or like down the Philly for the sales call 
that needs to have an in-face you know, presentation. And I, I really feel that the more we came like a uh, mobile virtual type society, those people really benefit off it because you can just run the office from your bedroom in your PJs. So those people made money off of all of this. Well, I'm trying to think that is true. I'm trying to think of would someone, if there is a theory that this was a Wuhan lab situation, and this was something that was done intentionally, does the conspiracy theorist in one of us think that, okay, is Jeff Bezos going to be disappointed or upset over a pandemic? Is the Walton family going to, is, you know, Microsoft. Now, I, you would say the things that Bill Gates has said, he's not super happy about the pandemic. No one said that they're happy anyway. But does the conspiracy theory really start shaking their head that, well, the pandemic, A, it does two things. A, it's population control. And B, because look, look, folks, how many people are dead worldwide, Vig, from COVID? Uh, worldwide, I, I don't know, but I know the figure with the United States is somewhere between 500,000 to 560,000. I know that wasn't for you. Uh, Oh, all right. So we had the total death toll as of today is three is three million three hundred eighty five thousand three hundred and twenty three people. So roughly thirty four three point four million people are dead. This was how would you rate this now that we're coming out of the pandemic? How would you rate this pandemic? In terms of comparing it to the Spanish flu, do we have it? Do we have some data on that? I, I could drop what I really feel like. I feel like this is also just part of a greater mass extinction that's going on that started like ten thousand years ago, and it was been spurred on by the by humanity. Humans are what's causing this one this time. It's the sixth mass extinction that's that that would hit our it would hit Earth, and it's totally going on right now. And this is just part of that progression 50 million people on the spanish flu by the way folks so this is i mean we're talking 3.8 million spanish flu was 50 million people now the thing about the spanish flu is they didn't have the technology didn't have the medicine they didn't have a lot of the things that we have right now so i'm sure that 3.8 would have been a lot worse if we didn't live in the time that we live in and including also awareness. I mean, despite the people who were anti-mask, I think most people understood that it was important and it saved millions and millions of lives. Yeah. Well, you know, that uh, it'll always be a dis disputed thing. It'll always be a controversy. And it was back with the Spanish flu too. The mask thing was also the same thing. Yeah. I do remember Hannity being anti-mask back during the Spanish flu. Mm -hmm. By the way, no response from Hannity. We have not gotten a response. Ah, I don't want to get into that right now. Challenge is out there, though, bud. Challenging you, challenging Hannity on Twitter. I haven't gone on Twitter. I'm 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 too cool for that, homie. I just, it's funny because like I hear about like, well, on Twitter he did, and like I'm just like a guy that just ditched all that, and I'm just like, wow, man, it's so funny how that shit is like. Yeah, that, that might be something we have to do a little more research on that theory, or, or that, that that thing. Well, it's because it ties into the conspiracy theory, and then it's like, okay, well, we're just going to like – I just always – I thought that Bill Gates was head of – was somehow heading up a movement to dwindle, yeah. so to speak, the world population. 
and the microchip conspiracy yeah right so and then i well that would so the I, yeah i don't know with the microchip um response that whole thing i don't know if that ties into the nanotechnology thing too which is that you know you take the chip you can take the chip and then they actually will be able to use use you then for the nano medical there's this whole new technological advance in, in meta this is going to be just going nanotechnology you can read off the chip so and that's like why inner space so the the conspiracy theory then started that the vaccine was going to actually go ahead and put in a serum into you that would make it possible to read that to read information off of you done by nanotechnology i'm, I'm off of the bill gates thing a little bit though Bill Gates thing, I think, was just like, so that's why he was so into knowing, and that's why he knew so much about pandemics, because he was planning the whole thing, planning the whole thing. All right, so what, from your knowledge, was the Bill Bill Gates conspiracy then? And because you've referenced this before, what, what is this mass extinction that you're talking about? It's been going on for 10,000 years, for those of us who don't know. Okay, so that that's actually something separate. That's actually a very scientifically... Um, explain thing right now so if it's been going on for ten thousand years they're fucking up because the population is blowing the hell up since then right you're doing a poor job of extincting people great job on the whales though that that's just more of so the it's actually referred to as the as the halo extinction it's uh referred to as the sixth mass extinction because there was so there was six of these that wiped out all of man, mankind, all of all of life, basically. Dinosaurs. So it's an ongoing extinction event of species during the present Holocene epoch. Okay. Oh, of course. And uh, this would include uh, so so this extinction includes like plants, animals, mammals, birds, reptiles, everything. So. Uh, it, How about Rocksteady and Bebop? Are they going to be on the extinction? It's just a populist theory that that uh, humans are overhunting species. Uh, they're exact. They're adding to existing stress conditions. Um, that just basically affect the way we live here on this planet. So, and it's been going. So you have you have species that are getting wiped out. Uh, I feel with this pandemic, we have produced such an overabundance of plastic that is actually going to go right out into the environment. And you figure that a lot of these, the, the really, the health, the masks that really helped were those blue surgical ones that were made of that polyurethane or some sort of petroleum byproduct. Those are all, it's all going right into the ocean. You think, you think those masks, they're going right into the landfill too. So you know, this is going to contribute to the overall extinction that's going on right now. So, and then you have the the capitalistic uh, things. So back back to Amazon, back to Walmart. This is all going to create. And so if we actually do get into a civil war that, that comes in the next couple of years, it's going to become a, because of the redistribution of wealth that happened. And that this guy he he did good. This guy he didn't do good. It is what I've seen is that families did good. Individuals did not. How so? I'd say it's twofold because basically you have the government stimulus that came in. So uh, you would have, say, a family of four, okay, husband and wife, both had jobs that are employed, made about 60000 a year. 
$120,000 a year. Those, they got, they got $3,600 plus $1,200. So they got $2,400 plus $1,200, which was the $600. Okay. So they got all that. And if, you're selling, get, foot pick, and if you're selling foot picks on the side, you're even making more money. So now you get $250 starting next week for each kid. So you have four kids. They made all that money. It's a down payment for a house right now. No wonder the housing things, the whole bidding war and stuff's going on. That's just one family of four that that stayed employed during this, had their jobs making say sixty thousand a year. That, these type of numbers are all over the place. But then you have Joe individual who worked in a restaurant in downtown Denver. Okay, he paid the rent in Denver. That you know was actually you know it was out of out of control for a while. It still is, but compared to other places like New York City. So then he got out. He he got put on unemployment. Then he got cut off in August when we couldn't agree to it. There's no restaurants. They still closed. Actually, that guy go right. He went right out on the street. That individual, that person that was trying to get through college, they ended up ruining themselves. Basically, uh, we we know several people who did not fare well since this pandemic started. As individuals, yes. Yes. And I know several divorce during this shit. I know several families that did. I know I know families that are moving into they're upgrading their houses. They're moving into a new environment. They're the great the great unequalizer, I would say it was, but I know we went right from this whole mass extinction event to actually like breaking down the way the Americans were able to make it through this. But I mean, I just think that it's created this whole other. So I, I guess this is almost a lead into something that we've been wanting to talk about on this podcast for a while. That's the great reset. And I really think that it is, it is definitely underway. All right, Vig for, and I know a little bit about it. I think since I brought it up to you, you've done a bunch of research in layman's terms, someone that may not be akin to this. What is the great reset? My friend Vig and Vig, what in the fine shit are you and Russell Brand talking about? That's right. Russell Brand did actually bring that up on his podcast. So, well, you know, this in loose terms, a great reset is 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 this theory of 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 a mass change that's going on that was actually in in the works before probably before even Trump came into office or before the pandemic. And has actually now been pushed forward um, where, where we, you know, we would, we'd have more financial independence. There would be more um, of, of, uh, of an opportunity uh, to get involved. Like finance is now becoming decentralized. A lot of things are becoming decentralized things that overall institutions that used to always control and were only like the, t- the 1% say, that took advantage of it. Now, now everybody has now had the opportunity. It's like rewriting. So that's one fold. Another is, is that, um, is that gas exploration, oil producing fossil fuels is just not, it's just not, it's just not good for us anymore. All right. And that, that's just another place where there's another 1% that have profit over that for years and years and years. And actually is responsible for a lot of conflict, um, especially in, from American standpoint, you know, and so that is, is is getting throttled. You have guys like Elon Musk, you know, tweeting and being innovative and putting out this car company that's gaining more and more steam, even even though they are, you know, kind of an expensive store, but they're like that that's becoming a status symbol. So you have 
They're killing people left and right, Vig. You have more green. You have more green initiatives. You know, people um, that people were marg people who are were marginalized, um, like from an ethnic background, are now given an opportunity to do what was really only done by by say the Caucasian or Aryan majority of people. Now everybody has this opportunity. That that's really going to continue to to steamroll, and a lot of that has been has been started here with the government stimulus that's been put into it. And we were just talking about that and um, the green new deal, the infrastructure projects that's getting put forth. So the, the COVID relief bill really just definitely started that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely a bunch of uh, conspiracy theories that have started off of that, that the deep state is, is controlling this and that, um, you know, this is mean to like, to just basically redistribute the wealth in this country. But, so is this a bad Honestly, thing? It sounds like a good thing. I, I, it just depends on how you look at it. You know, once again, on the political spectrum, if you're on the, the right side of things, you're not seeing this as a good thing. And if you're on the left side, you're seeing this as an opportunity of a lifetime. In the newsroom. <laughs> I got to change In the that. situation room. Well, I forgot to change that. I'm going to change that because I'm getting tired of being made fun of. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's not even mine. Kurt affair. Kurt affair with. No, you should get that sound thing. back going. They're like. All right. Now we're going to. Kurt affair. Well, there we go. How's this? Is that Screech? The great Screech. late Dustin Diamond. Yes. In all of his Screech glory. In back in the day, Screech. So the great reset to me sounds like it's some rich folks that don't that think hey we have enough let's give the rest of the world we have enough to make the rest of the world okay and we can run things more efficiently and there is a lot of people who's going to lose billions of dollars if this happens but it's holding us back as a civilization like the coal industry it was more expensive and it was dirtier why would we keep it because america that's why america 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 Trump said he was bringing coal back. Fuck, you going to bring back the phonograph too, you stupid assholes? We, Idiots. We just, and they bought it. They did, yes. We just like, the, the, This fossil fuels are becoming completely, what's the word when a computer is irrelevant? Obsolete. It's becoming obsolete. Fossil fuels are becoming obsolete. The technology is such where wind, particularly sun, and the devices we can create to enhance all of those natural gifts from God, universe, or whatever you feel, or science, we can do this. And guess what? 1.1% of the people shouldn't have over half the money in this world. Because they're not creating all that wealth. They're just taking it. And that's the fucking problem, my friends. So to me, if this great, if this new, if this great reset is a thing, I'm on board with it so far. Because quite frankly, I'd rather ch check out some benevolent millionaires and billionaires than some dude on YouTube who just is afraid of change. Uh, I agree, and I, and I, I really feel it's, it depends on how you how you look on things, and you know, it, the whole QAnon thing is still alive and well. Um, you know, at least the theories 
that spurred that the whole Q anon thing is kind of dissipated because that became such a big media thing. And it was like the whole insurrectionist and all that. Now just the theories have been broken down and they've gone more underground. Um, but they're still there. And that was that this is, you know, the whole Satanistic democratic party, Satanistic pedophiles, when really actually the emerging pedophile, at least in the short term is coming from, from the Republican side of things. And that would, that was actually, the representative Matt Gates. I think the I think that's going to hit the fan here in the next week or two. Whoa, 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 whoa! What happened with Matt Gates? Was he? Well, I know what was probably happening with him. What was happening with Matt Gates? Well, right now his main right hand man has uh, actually took a plea, and he's gone from thirty three federal charges down to six. He pled out, but he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna pull the curtain on the whole thing. And that was saying exactly. We're gonna get sued on that one. I think it was like yeah, that was probably a little longer. I might have to edit that in post. Just cut it down. I don't know. It's it wasn't it wouldn't be a big deal if it wasn't like a solid gold hit from like forty years ago. Like that's obvious. I never even heard the song before. Oh yeah. I actually it reminds me of that one song. It's like mine men got love like this before. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That one that came later. That one's even more. That's a solid goal. I actually remember my dad like riding around in the car. We were listening to this, and he's just like, See, see, Mark, this is FM radio. (laughs) This is like the new thing. Jesus Christ. I don't know why that I feel like that dates makes you older than me because i don't remember my dad's like hey here here's a cassette tape son even though i'm sure he did oh yeah i was too busy eating chicken nuggets at the time you know what i mean so (laughs) so it does present on your perspective now what are the negatives other than conspiracy theories and QAnon? what are some of the negatives that people might pop up with this great reset well uh that's that's actually a good that's actually a good point um I actually just think that, uh, you know, it's, it's more of the, um, it's more of the, that right side of things is an old conventional way of thinking. So like you had said, like the whole coal thing that all just stems from the last industrial, the last major industrial revolution where you had a change in industry and finance. And that was, you know, back during the railroads, you had Andrew, Andrew Carnegie and JP Morgan, you know, um, State Farm. He was a good guy. Yeah, even the school I went to, uh, Andrew Drexel. He was a notable financial industrialist on the East Coast. Um, you know, it's just like you're, we have a new industrial revolution starting. It's like a, it's a fourth industrial revolution, and so there's going to be a lot more different players because the players now aren't going to be just the ones that came from those opportunistics from families. So, you know, and, and this is not to tie into anything, but like, I remember just perusing on LinkedIn for a while, you know, and I was seeing what people came from, what their backgrounds were, what they're doing. I tell you what, if you had the last name Miller, the last name Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, you really automatically had, had, a, had, a, had a lot more opportunity to you than a lot of other people. Okay, well, that's my point, though. So we go back to the Great Reset. So for me, it it also does fly in the face and kind of promotes that globalist agenda. There's the globalist agenda. 
They're trying to take away our coal, take away our guns, take away our Jesus Christ. Well, God damn it, you're not taking away Jesus Christ from me in my belly. You stupid son of a bitch, I will fight you. Yeah, and globalist equals Zionists, and then that whole thing starts. And then it the exhibitionist, and all of a sudden you're getting more foot picks. We're on we're on fire today, Vic. But does it it does play into that? If you are that right wing guy, it's gonna play into that. Right. And I think that the conspiracist theorists that they need kind of a new train to hop on. Um, so there's what better way to go than this? And you know. And this is all out in the open, folks. This isn't like anyone's hide. This isn't a conspiracy. It's really not a conspiracy because there's meetings that are well documented that are happening. Yeah, the World Economic Forum. Oh, this is like this a is some major shit. And these are the most powerful people and instrumental people in the world. And nobody's talking about it. This is more important than at this point in time, Vig. Wouldn't you say this? This is more important than a world leader summit. I'd say this is like very important. And it. And it's actually the reason why it's being done. Also, you have to start thinking about it. they had to, they had to see the cracks in this in the current system. In, in order for these guys to get behind the whole thing and start pushing it to the other way, they must have saw a huge problem coming. It could even be another pandemic. The thing is, is that this pandemic was was just the the furthering of what was always happening in the last every ten years. So back in you had the SARS back in two thousand nine. That didn't quite make it to the United States. It didn't quite become a global power. You had Ebola in 2014. Was, these things are just going to keep happening. And look, look how we've acted. Look how we acted in something that wasn't like even that huge. I don't want to discredit anybody that might have lost a life to uh, COVID. I mean, I actually experienced a little bit of what it's like to live, lose somebody during a pandemic. It was awful. I don't actually, but this one was actually not that bad on the greater scheme of things of what could happen. Like we talked about. Look how we acted. The Spanish flu, 50 million people. We were darn near civil war. It just took the, you know, we just didn't have the best leadership in, and I kept, I keep saying this all along, and I'm staying even on the other side of this. Uh, Like, I don't think the guy in there right now is doing anything amazing. It's just doing what needs to be done, but it just needs to do what needs to be right. He hasn't been impressive. I know it's not impressive at all. So my no, my point is though is that I was a guy who was against globalism. In fact, I got in a huge Facebook argument with a friend of mine, and we haven't talked since. So I was anti-globalist as well. But now you see that our way, the American way, may not be the very, very best way that's possible. I'm not saying it's not the best going. But as long as there are conservatives and there are people in power that are preventing this kind of evolution in technology, in the way we, we fund things, in the way we source things, in the way we pay people. A fundamental revolution is coming, but, the, but because the certain section of our population is so scared of change and they love their guns and they love their God, they're scared to death of change. They're quote unquote losing the country. Well, to who? Oh, the Mexicans and the blacks. Literally, it was told to me working at the pizzeria I worked at in Allentown. The guy said, 
Well, I'm sorry. The quote Mexicans, which he meant Hispanics, and black people live in this country. They are citizens, as are everybody else who's a citizen in this country. It's not, I'm sorry, it's not white Anglo-Saxon Christian Judeo anymore. And they're going to have to get over it. And they're going to hold on. We saw what they did January 6th, a group of people. So my question is, is there going to be a line in the sand where it's either the new, you got the, the great reset or the, in, in, in our case, the Green New Deal, or do you want to side with the guys who want coal to come back? If they're that intelligent that they really believe coal's coming back or they did four years ago, I probably want to be on, the, on, the, on Bill Gates' side or Elon Musk's side. They seem like they have an idea of what's going on in the world a little bit better than the dude on YouTube or certainly the QAnon shaman. Pay attention to them. Yeah, I think the narrative is really unfolding. And I feel that this ties into, you know, a lot of these guys were involved with Epstein. So Bill Gates was. He met with Jeffrey Epstein on a number of occasions. And it seemed like it's been a story has been not getting a whole lot of attention, but said that Melinda actually filed divorce uh, based on some of that information. So where did you hear that? Like, or is that definitely a fact? Like, you know, that for a fact that he definitely got popped for one of the reasons was because he was a a pedo. No, I just said that he met with. Oh, Oh, all right. So, you, so, so you're, you're saying his wife left him because he met with Epstein? Yeah. And the thing is, is that people are forgetting with the whole thing is that Jeffrey Epstein was a billion dollar investor. And so you weren't able to get a lot of money for your tech, you know, your investment idea through the national government. They just weren't into doing that. So you had to go seek private investment. And what better person that do that was him. He actually invested into a lot of technological projects like Facebook, huge investor in Facebook. And so MIT was very involved with with Epstein money and they're going to start sorting through this. That's why I think it's slow to come out right now because I think it's going to be intertwined with a lot of this that's going on. I think that people are trying to hold back the floodgates as long as they possibly can with this. And by the way, this is not there's a Zen diagram. It's probably 50, 50 of how many Republicans and Democrats are part of this. This oh, right. powerful men wanting to have sex with young girls is, does not just breathe on the left and does not just breathe on the right. Right. So you got this thing with Gates that's going to come out and fall. And then it's going to, like, then, it's gonna, then, then you're going to have something on the other side. That's going to come out from the other. Bill side. Gates too powerful to really fuck with him though. I mean, he seems it's going to start really rich. <laughs> no, I actually just think he was looking for funding for his project, and I don't think he was involved with with his lifestyle. So why? So why do you think his? Why is this related to why his wife left him then? Well, I don't know if that's come out yet. Really, I don't know if that's. I think that. I think that's one of the things that we're waiting to say. You fucking said it, Vig. We've had three phone calls the last two minutes from their lawyer saying that you said she divorced him because he was a pedo. You didn't say that. I'm just fucking with you. Well, I mean, at least if it came out in the press. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't say that at all. <laughs> just but kidding. honestly, if you go to if you go right now on Google 
and you type in Melinda Gates, and you know how the different search options come up underneath it? Like of things that you can use to finish your search option. You know what the you know what the next word is that's the, that's the most searched? Candles. Epstein. What? So Melinda Gates Epstein is actually the one of the most googled things associated with her name. You're 100%. So interestingly enough Bill Gates isn't even in the top 5. So Vanity Fair came out with an article. Bill Gates' meetings with Jeffrey Epstein's are apparently a source spot for Melinda. So there you go. We're off the Kate. We're off the hook for libel because Woo! at least Vanity Fair has the article that came out first, and we just pulled from that. So special thanks to uh, to uh, to Emily Kilpatrick of Vanity Fair for this article. Bill Gates' meetings with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein are apparently an issue that weighed heavily for a long time on his now estranged wife, Melinda Gates. In October of 2019, two months after Epstein was found dead in his Manhattan jail cell while awaiting trial of federal sex trafficking and conspiracy charges, the New York Times released a report reevaluating his relationship with the Microsoft co-founder was slightly more involved than Gates previously had acknowledged. In September of that year, Gates had admitted to the Wall Street Journal to having met Epstein, but added that he didn't have any business relationship or friendship with him. The Times article revealed, however, that a pair had numerous meetings over the course of a few years, including multiple meetings at Epstein's New York mansion, all of them after the financier was already a convicted sex offender. Spokeswoman for the philanthropist told the paper at the time, quote unquote, Bill Gates regrets ever meeting with Epstein and recognizes it with an error in judgment to do so. That sounds political as fuck. <laughs> it's like cover my ass comment right there. So, so I really feel uh, that a lot of this is going to start to unfold over the next year or two. Um, and, and it's going to be both sides. So oh, that's part of the great Donald news. Trump. Hey, we've seen pictures and gifts of Donald Trump partying, dancing, just looking like a complete creep and pervert looking at, you know, 17, 18, 19 year old women. So around the same time that this had all transpired, Melinda reportedly began meeting with divorce lawyers. According to Wall Street Journal, a source claimed that the paper, uh, a source claimed to the paper that Melinda told her husband she was uncomfortable with Epstein after he met with him. To, they, this was together uh, in 2013. So just to clarify, that was both Melinda and Bill met with Epstein in 2013. Despite her concerns, Bill and other members of the Gates Foundation continued to work with the sex offenders, something that still haunts Melinda to this day, according to the Daily Beast. And this is... Uh, that's the paper that that's the uh, news source that first reported the 2013 meeting. God damn it. I'll tell you what, man, when do you think some dominoes are going to start falling from Epstein? I mean, he didn't kill himself in my opinion. I think that most people feel that way. I mean, it, it was so popular and funny to make fun of it is that it was a, a meme for about a year. It would be like a whole story, and then at the end, it would say Epstein didn't kill himself. That's what it would be. Anyone would send it. It'd be like someone would have like a recipe for cookies, and then midway through in the ingredients would be, and Epstein didn't kill himself. There's a lot of dominoes that can fall here. 
And it's only speculation now. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It was like you're saying they're trying to prevent the floodgates from coming open. It's now obviously hung over for quite a few months, and they've had uh, they've had just Lane just Maxwell. She was actually uh, she's been detained now for how long? So several months. Yeah, yeah well, she's still alive though. God bless her. Melinda yeah. is also she can't come out with it. She has a gag order on her, so she can't really come out and say what it was. So this would just all be speculation, technically. However, if this, if there's any truth to this, I mean, you don't get divorced because you met with Epstein if it was innocent. Let's be honest. You're not getting divorced over that. Yeah. Well, so that just goes to show you, that it's funny, Vanity Fair comes in with these things. I remember back, being back in high school and Vanity Fair was dropping the, uh, or at least back in the late 90s. Vanity Fair was coming out with uh, the stories about the uh, Monica Lewinsky thing. So they, they, can, they can really get some investigative journalism going. Dude, Monica Lewinsky still looks good. Did you, have you seen her recently? I have not. No. I think I saw a picture of her, and she looks thinner. She actually looks more attractive. She, she's our age, isn't she? Isn't she right around our age? She might be, she she might be closer to your age, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I'm only a year. I'm I'm only a year older than you. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Uh, did she get? She lost a lot of weight since her days of blowing the president. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Good for her, man. That's yeah, a comeback so- story, dude. Come on, man. She was the butt of every joke in 1995 or whatever the fuck it was. I think this is going to probably unfold. I, just picking up a Guardian article from six days ago. Uh, Linda Gates has concerns about her husband's dealing with the convicted sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein, when she consulted lawyers to explore the option of divorcing the Microsoft billionaire, Bill Gates, according to reports. She was concerned about her husband's business dealings with Epstein, who killed himself in 2019. Um she, she expressed unease with Bill's relationship with Epstein since 2013, since they both met with him. Um, her meeting with divorce lawyers in October 2014 had taken place roughly at the same time that an article came out in which Bill had stayed overnight at the Epstein New York mansion. Say, I mean, I'm just saying, man. You're not divorcing. I mean, not that she was worried about money. That wasn't part of the equation. She was getting paid no matter what. They live in California. But out of all the unscrupulous things, and I don't even know if he did anything unscrupulous, but Bill Gates has done some. Th- I, I don't actually don't think as far as billionaires go, I think he's one of the better ones because that are popular anyway. But my thing is with this is Monica Lewinsky is just gorgeous. I don't think I was clear about that. If I was, I apologize. But um, no, but the, the reality is, is that she divorced him. And I'm telling you this right now because of some other shit too. It was a straw that broke the camel's back. But that, if that is part of the equation, if the Jeffrey Epstein thing is part of the equation, it is not because he simply met him for a business deal. 
at the very least, there is a huge detail of that night or the experience meeting Epstein that was a much shadier thing and certainly could hurt Bill Gates. But Bill Gates is so fucking rich. He literally, what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He can buy and sell countries. He can buy military and just say, hey, fuck with them. But I don't know. Thing is, is that once you start bringing up like sex trafficking, underage victims, and things like that, that it doesn't matter how powerful you are. It is. You would, you would hope. Yeah, I don't know. But, but but they're so powerful, it's very difficult for things like that to see the light of day. Is uh, it a possibility? Just like Max Alex doesn't know anything about it, and she's just a patchy. Why are things so quiet for so long in, a, in an age where we can, we have cancel culture? We have cancel culture, all that shit that we were talking about. And then it's and then this is so quiet. I'll tell you why, Mr. Vig. The Silicon One is going to lay some some 411 on you. It's because the people who are involved control what we hear, what we know, what we see. They keep us fighting with each other over if a gay person can be married or if a woman can have an abortion or if if an American can have his right to bear arms. We argue over things like that. We argue over color. We argue over race. And the people that are pulling the strings, the owners of this country, are just sitting back and doing whatever the hell they want. Not so dissimilar to all the crazy shit that the Romans and the Greeks were doing, the, the nobles during that time, the sodomy that was going on with young boys. Not too dissimilar. Well, hopefully this great reset that's coming is going to probably end up peeling back the layers more and more about this stuff. And uh, we're going to start to see some real change here. <laughs>